Welcome to the Your House, My House podcast. Our goal is to create a safe space for conversation, like like talking talking to your your best friends. Friends that have your back, that are encouraging, and that challenge you to not only improve your life, but yourself. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Your House, My House podcast. If you're new here, hello. Um, if you're a returning member, hi, how are you? We appreciate all of you being here. Um, and we're excited to just chat today. Yes, I'm Priscilla. I'm Madison. <laughs> we should have added that right away. <laughs> <laughs> intro right. done. There we go. There that we go. Beautiful. It was a beautiful intro. We missed the our names. The introduction. I loved the who's that? I loved that because I was feeling very much the same, even like leading into this podcast, um, just like the space of like gratitude and, um, just thinking of getting back at it with the podcast. I know there was something in me that was thinking, okay, we have the two and we have to maintain the momentum. The podcast comes out tomorrow. We have to record, but I think as we go into the podcast today, um, there's a lot of things in my life that are just kind of like dragging. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, oh, I don't want to record. But I think there's power and consistency, and that's why we're showing up to the podcast. That's why I I love that. And I think that's a huge, important message to share. Like, you know, sometimes life life gets really hard and tricky, but you, we still somehow make that effort to show up. Obviously this, that, you know, what was that June, the month of June was crazy for us. And sometimes we do need to take the time to, um, be in the moment of where we're currently at. Um, but I think it's always important to try and be brave and try and show up. And, um, it's a very courageous thing I think for anybody to do yeah I think balancing it out between giving yourself grace and still showing up when it's hard like yes some days maybe one some days the other so back here committed trying we're here so I'm going to I'm going to start asking you Priscilla how are you how are you doing you shared about um, your PCOS, how is that going? Has that been better? Has that gotten worse? Do share with how you're doing. Yeah. So um, I wanted to see where is it. Um, one week from the day that this airs, I will be getting my ultrasound. Okay. Um, or to see if I have like any cysts in my ovaries or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I have any anxiety tied to that currently, but today I was right before this podcast recording, I was like, am I self-sabotaging myself? So um, when we had recorded our previous podcast, I was telling, I think I mentioned a little bit about the diet, the healthier eating yeah. choices that I was making. Well, this last week, week and a half, um, I had really been hammering down like the details, really clean eating. Yeah. And when I say clean, I mean, um, 
And I'm not saying that you can't eat bread or you can't eat dairy. And right, right. Eating clean and healthy for yourself. But for what I'm dealing with, which is trying to get my blood sugar down, trying to deal with um, not having my period, um, I'm having to do what I, I don't know a better word for it than restriction. And I sure. hate using that word, but like restricting no wheat. Um, sorry, my computer just went off. Um, no wheat, no dairy, no sugar, um, no artificial sweeteners, which is kind of hard. Um, you know, when you have no sugar, it just means like, but then trying to eat salmon three times a week and then chicken and then like a red meat one time a week. Um, it's just a lot of cooking. It is (laughs) (laughs) more than I am used to. A lot of cooking going on. Um, there's a meal plan to follow. So there's like things that I've been trying to do in that regards. Um, and then last week I got sidetracked. I have also, aside from my doctor, I've also hired, um, a nutritionist slash coach type person who is a nutritionist to like walk me through some of these things in the beginning of June. She had said like, just focus on like adding, um, like her main, her big thing is like half a plate of veggies or half a, like just, you know, add that or try to eat a more balanced breakfast is what she told me for June. And this was before my diagnosis, I think, or right around it. So I have been really going at this like semi-consistently, but like better eating than I ever have in my adult life. And then this last week, like insanely good. And yesterday, the best way I can describe yesterday was to talk about Saturday. Saturday, my husband drove Lyft. When he drives Lyft, um, I can't go to sleep until he's home. So oh, yeah. I'm, I could totally get that. He didn't get home until like 1 a.m. So, and usually at like midnight, I'm like, okay, come home. Yeah. Come on, Raymond. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. Yes. Um, but it was really, it was a really good week to drive Lyft. And so he really wanted to do that. Well, um, then I had to work at like noon on Sunday yeah. and I didn't go to bed until like two. So then I slept in, in the morning sure. and then I didn't have time to like get dressed and eat before I went to work. Um, because I was so tired and I knew I had to prioritize my sleep. So I was like, what the heck? I'm going to get some McDonald's. Like a little bit of McDonald's isn't going to sideline me, but I don't know if it was, um, if I was also dehydrated because sometimes I get a headache when I was dehydrated, but I had one of the worst headaches in my life. Um, that shift and I can only assume that that's because there was wheat dairy um, and tons of sugar in McDonald's even eating so I was kind of in a spiral um throughout that shift but I'm I'm grateful I ate because I don't think I could have gone without it because my blood sugar would have probably been low right yeah um but I probably messed with myself um and then today was kind of very similar. Um, I, the last, 
I would say the last couple days I've mentally been struggling with, I don't want to make myself food. Yes. It's not, I don't want to eat. It's, it's I don't want to go through the process of cooking it. I totally feel that there, like I, there are days I just come home and I like, don't want to cook because I'm tired. Right. Like you're, like you're tired from work, you're exhausted and then you have to cook a supper and like, you know, they're exhausting yeah and it's even been an issue like with breakfast um so like just these last couple days it's just been an issue but I had like leftovers and stuff and I was maintaining it until yesterday when there really is nothing in the fridge that I can eat without cooking at this point I've used up my leftovers and I yeah, all my good things, like all my granola yes. that I had made at home, I had used it all up, yeah. all my healthy chips. So it was somewhat of a disaster. Yeah, and that's okay. You know, that's a hard change to make. Yeah. It's a huge change, and you are trying. So give yourself some effort and credit for that because that is a huge change. Yeah, I am. Um, oh, but then also a girl brought – Quick Trip brownies to work. Oh, God. Quick Trip um, Krispy Kreme donuts. Don't even get me started. Those Don't even get me started on the Krispy Kreme <laughs> donuts. We are, Luxembourg is actually in the process. We're, like, developing out here. Um, a Quick Trip is being built at, literally, really? at the moment. And okay. it's right in Luxembourg. Like, I could walk there in two minutes. Um, and all I keep thinking about, first of all, are these Krispy Kreme donuts. I want the Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm obsessed with their Krispy Kreme donuts. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Me and my sister were driving up to Algoma and we were going to go stop at the over on Friday. We drove to Algoma. We we're going to stop at the McDonald's, but the McDonald's is under. Construction. Yes. Our McDonald's is under construction in Luxembourg. We're, I like, seriously, we're really developing They're They're advancing. They are um, becoming bigger and right behind where the McDonald's is. I don't know if you saw that construction. That is where the quick trip is going. Okay, because my sister was literally like, well, let's go to a quick trip. And I was like, there is no that, quick trip. That is where it's going. It's going to be there come fall. Thank you, Lord. So when I'm like waking up in the morning, I always stop at McDonald's sometimes and grab a coffee. How can just stop at quick trip? I mean, the school's right across the street. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> can't beat a good quick trip you can't yes Luxembourg will fully have developed once she has a quick trip absolutely absolutely it'll be fantastic yeah but then today tonight um because I am training um at work then I ran over a little bit extra and then to to the podcast and I was like what do I do take it myself a pizza I know that's something I haven't eaten since this morning when I made myself like a protein shake and that's pretty much it I had a protein shake in the morning and then I just kind of I didn't want to make anything yeah and like that was what it was like last night when I was we had a leftover chicken and then I heated a sweet potato or something yeah I did feel better after eating that food I think Plus, I had taken ibuprofen. So literally, almost basically everything that I wasn't supposed to eat except for alcohol, um, I did. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I'm really upset about? Like, sure, I've had cheese. Oh, and then I had milk. And then my stomach felt weird about the milk. I think it just because I hadn't had it in a while. In a while. Um, but <sighs> I haven't even, like, tonight I got Culver's. And then I, earlier I had had McDonald's. I even, I haven't even had a good piece of cheese. Oh, which is order the Culver's cheese sauce. That is my favorite thing ever in the world. Next time you go to Culver's, when you get your fries, ask for the Wisconsin cheese sauce with the fries. Okay. You're going to thank me, everyone listening to this podcast that is around or near a Culver's. Go to Culver's and get the Wisconsin cheese sauce. Sounds lovely. It is literally 10 out of 10. Mm, sounds good. But I, all I've been really craving is like a quality pepper jack or a quality oh, yeah. parmesan. Like when Raymond and me have been having spaghetti, like he gets yeah. parmesan, I don't. Yeah. Like, so I just feel like I've wasted my dairy options. Like I drink a glass <laughs> of milk and I've eaten like garbage processed cheese. Like I want some quality. Quality. Cheese. Uh, if I'm, but anyway, that has been where I'm at probably in part because of my mental health of just like, yeah. I don't have like the energy to cook and it's kind of spiraling and I yeah. don't love where I'm at right now, but Hey girl, you got it. <laughs> I do that. Okay. I laugh and then I literally, it sounds like I'm clearing my throat. I don't know. Well, Hey, what I'm doing, I do that sometimes too. Well, you know what, Priscilla? It's this is a journey, right? Like, it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows as much as we wish it will be. But this is a great growing experience. You know, you're growing, you're learning how to um, adjust to this new. I don't know if lifestyle is the correct word, but you know. yeah, I feel like lifestyle is often the word that's used. Like, it's not a diet; it's a lifestyle. But I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, and it's like you don't be so hard on yourself because that is a huge change, huge change. It's been very hard for me because um, I don't remember how much I've shared with you, how much I've shared with our listeners, Um, but I have suffered from binge eating. Yeah. So, um that's something that probably 2019 um I like gained control over and just like really started like saying if my body wants to eat I'm gonna let my body eat and so there was no restriction and so the scale was going up whether I was restricting or not and so once I stopped the restriction and really if I felt like I needed to eat something and I asked myself what the emotion was behind it, like that was really helpful because there's sure. emotion to it. But I'm very scared right now because in this like state where I'm at now, there's so much restriction and yes, it's necessary for my health, but I need to be careful because if I'm not getting like enough energy, then all I'm thinking about is food and I'm yeah. Like, I wouldn't say that I've done any binging, but maybe I had a few extra brownies. So. <laughs> hey. Was that binging? Like, that's where I feel like where it's very, 
like yeah narrow line um and I do feel but I do feel like it wasn't emotional I was and not that binging has to be emotional it can be a lack of energy yeah restricting too much um and I have just been really feeling like give me the food like yeah I, like I'm so so hungry so deprived tired. yeah um and so I just have to get to a place where I can like feel nourished I was at the beginning of this journey but like now I think I don't know what's going on but like now I'm feeling nourished I'm not eating enough carbs I'm not eating enough protein because like I don't want to cook yeah 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 I get it I do you get there my friend you so totally will get there yes I know it's a journey so where are you at with um health oh my gosh Uh, well just life in general too um I'm meeting with my primary doctor in the next like two weeks just because I'm still experiencing pain um where my cyst is and it's this weird pain that kind of like I'll be okay and then it'll just like ache 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 for a good 30 seconds really bad and I'm like what is going on um, and then I get in my head and then I'm like, oh my God, is it more than what it actually is? Is it worse than what it actually is? Um, so I'm going to be meeting with my primary doctor coming up here and hopefully it is just exactly what, um, what they said it was, I was told it was, and I don't really have to worry about it and it will go away at some point. Um, but you know, as a woman, like the female reproductive system is a huge part of a woman. And, um, it worries me to think that like, there could be something wrong with me that would one day in a bit, like, you know, not allow me to have children. Um, so hopefully again, it's nothing. Um, I have been noticing that like, I've been, I feel like, And maybe it is just because I I drink so much water during the day, but I feel like even that, like I, I don't know, at nighttime or certain times of the day, it feels like my bladder, like I always have to pee almost like it cannot fully empty. So I don't know if my cyst is pressing on my bladder or if there's something going on in that department. I don't know. Um, I guess I will find out very soon. Um, But in terms of wedding planning, it's going well. It's, it's very overwhelming. I had a nice little breakdown last week, last Monday night, actually, um, trying to figure out my guest list because I think what we're aiming towards is more of a private, um, smaller, although it'll still be probably, um, not as small as I would hope it to be, but mm-hmm. a more intimate ceremony with just those who truly genuinely know us as a couple. Um, so I was getting overwhelmed with how to cut that down. That is um, incredibly hard. It's so hard. It has been the hardest part so far. Um, by far the hardest part. So hopefully we can figure that out. Met with my florist uh like a week ago, and that was really exciting. Got my dress um this past Saturday. That was really, really exciting. Yeah, it's been it's been good. We're we're almost we'll be at nine months out very shortly. So that's wow. super crazy to think. But um yeah, it's it's been a treat. 
Um, Dora and I are also, I don't want to say too much with this because there's so, still so much up in the air. Um, and I don't want to, I mean, I, I don't know like what will happen. Um, but there's this little baby um, who is currently being fostered and she, I'm sure at some point will probably get put up for adoption. Um, and she's four months old and we, Dora and I, I mean, who knows if she will even get put up for adoption, but, um, if she happens to get put up for adoption, we are highly considering adopting her. So, um, that's craziness. Um, I'm going to pray about that situation. If we end up not adopting her, I pray she is put, um, with people who love, 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 love her to absolute pieces. Cause she is just a little doll. She is so, so cute. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll pray about it and pray for her and see what happens with that situation. But, um, yeah, lots going on. A lot's going on for sure. Mm. Wow. That's so cool that you're considering that. That is something adopting, um, potentially even fostering is definitely yeah. something that I want to do as yeah. well. Um, I think probably after I have, um, your own the kids yeah. of my own, um, then I would do it, but it's always been something that I want to do. And that's incredibly cool that you're considering. I mean, it wasn't ironically, my sister and I were chatting about it Saturday after my, I went and bought my wedding dress. Um, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I do it in a heartbeat. I work with kids who are fosters. I would adopt any of them in a, in a second. Um, and then this little baby, uh, was with her yesterday and like when I tell you my heart just wanted to wrap her up and take her home with me I would have done it right there like she is so sweet and such a good baby and um obviously adopting a baby is a huge I mean that's not something you just oh yeah we're gonna go and adopt this baby um that's something Jordan and I really had a long conversation about but um, I love kids. It's part of a big reason why I want to go ahead and be a teacher. Um, and knowing that this baby has no family, no mom or dad, no anything at all. Um, I just, I want to give her all the things she doesn't have. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously we're younger, um, but my parents are very supportive of us. Um, my family, like my grandparents are very supportive of us. She was over at my grandparents' house, um, yesterday. So we'll see what happens. If it works out, works out. I'm going to pray, pray about it and see what God, if that's what God, um, has planned for me. And if not, again, I pray she is at least in the hands of somebody who would love her so totally unconditionally. And yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, that's big. If it's meant to be, then... Yeah. Trust that it will be. Absolutely. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so. I had a couple good things that I was going to come around to. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I think I remembered one. Um, but 
is there anything else you want to talk about before I like not not off the top of my head I think everything that I was thinking is sad so um something that you said that really resonated with me was the fear and I don't know what else to call it besides fear fear. it is totally fear the fear of if what's going on within our bodies will affect our ability to have children in the future. Um, I can truly say that when I go in a week for my ultrasound, um, which anyone listening who's into prayer, please pray. Um, But like, um, I can say that I never thought in my wildest like imaginations that I would go for an ultrasound for anything other than to see like the baby, mm-hmm. like when I have a baby mm-hmm. doing an ultrasound before I'm pregnant, um, feels so weird to me. Yeah. Um, worrying about, I, something that I can't see or can't fully understand. And I know we live in a modern age, so we should understand our reproductive health. Um, But it's not in the same way that I understand like bones and blood and my skin. And there's some mystery to all of that in essence, you know, there's a ton of science, but um, yeah, there's just... I think like fear around there is for me. Uh, I, and I totally agree with you. There is for me as well. Yeah. And I think for me, it's even been like, and I don't want to do it because I want to try to heal my reproductive system, but I know that's not always an option, but there is like a part of me that is so ready to say, to hell with it all yeah um and to say put me on some drugs or I should shouldn't say drugs like progesterone I think is what they would put me on to get me pregnant yeah put me on progesterone let me have a few babies and then take it out of me like so if if it comes down to that would you do that right away like if this if it came down to needing to have kids now before it gets too crazily affected um would you want to do that I know that's a crazy hard question to answer um but that's a really good question you know Um, something that you said and I haven't I guess I haven't even really thought about this too hard um but something that as you said that like within me was like no um like maybe I'd freeze my eggs and have a surrogate um I don't even know like what that would entail financially or whatever. Uh, I think there's part of me that would feel weird about not being able to carry my own baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but cause I have, I have thought about like, oh, you just get pregnant and then get rid of it. Um, and if I get rid of it, I do not mean the baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that. We'll keep the baby. The baby will be kept get rid of the uterus, get rid of all the housing. Um, and I, I just, as I've been reading the book, the hormone intelligence books or book, 
I don't know why I said books as in, as if it's plural. Um, but as I've been reading it, like talking about how women who hit menopause earlier are projected to have a shorter lifespan. Um, oh. Now, I don't know if that's the same case if they take it out of you. Um, but like if you hit menopause at an earlier age, um, you're. What is early? Like, like what would be considered early? I think women typically not having gone through it myself and only having read the book um, or read through that part like once, take what I say with a grain of salt. But I think it's like, um, like before 50, like the 45, 50, I would assume. Really? Like if you go, I think if you stop before that, like in your early 40s, like you're at risk of a shorter lifespan um if your body if your body does yeah um so I don't know just like thinking about these things and thinking about okay well it is part of me and it does even though it's scary and I just rather like take it all out in a sense like it is something that should be nourished and cared for yeah. Um, even though I can't see it, like I'm talking about something I can't see. I'm talking about something that I can't fathom except for when I have period pain. Yeah. And even exactly. then, very vaguely, I've seen diagrams of it, but I don't know what mine looks like. It looks like exactly, exactly. You know, so anyway, all the, all the insanity, all the insanity, um, I don't think I would be heartbroken if I didn't have kids. Um, I have my names picked out for my children. So I think in part, maybe there, like, as I get older, there's something that would be, but like, I don't feel that ultimately it would like, if they're, if they're not born and I just adopt, I think I would be okay with that. Yeah. You know, my husband yeah. and my husband's family, I can't say the same. Yeah. But I think I would be okay. Yeah. But. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, um, wow. All crazy things to think about as women, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It, us and our sis. Us and our sis, girl. It should be so your sis, my sis. <laughs> <laughs> your sis, my sis. Do you want to talk about your sis today? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> your sis tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it can only help, but make a joke of it. Come on. The coping mechanism. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is why I love us. This is why I love us, Priscilla, because we both share the same humor and I love it I love it do we end it here now your sis my sis yes your sis. you know what I feel like there's so much to unpack with this which would lead us into so many podcasts coming up here so mm-hmm. um who knows what our next podcast the lord a lot could happen a whole, within the week a whole new rebranding to your sis my sis your sis my sis yes <laughs> Would yours still be the blue one and my still the pink one? Okay, we're getting too far. No. 
What would they look like? What would they look like? Oh my god, what if you had a picture of our sister? <laughs> okay. Bathroom, can I get a <laughs> like a picture of that? Because I oh get a like a sketched version of the sis. Um all right. Well, if you have listened this far, we thank you. We appreciate you. We are so thankful we have such great devoting listeners um especially in times like this when life just gets really crazy and you know um things come first so yeah is there anything you want to add Priscilla? i think i don't even know how to put this i guess like in part like out to the listeners in part to you and me as ourselves as i'm saying yeah. this but like i don't know where this podcast is heading like I feel like we may be done with our detox series at at this point at this point um and the direction may go to our health it may Mm -hmm. just go to life in general I don't know yeah absolutely if we go that route and I know that's because I know we had like a catching up podcast before our our chat with Tiffany but like ultimately I feel like this is another catch-up and I don't even know what to call it because it just feels like it's what's needed what needs exactly I Um, love that but what but what is this what is the title of today's podcast we call this your sis my sis we have to (laughs) we have to call it that all right Um, it would really I mean it would really get people to tune in and listen to what are they talking about? Why are they calling it your sis, my sis? That is perfect. I mean, all right. Yeah, it's perfect. your sis, my sis. And tune in next week because yep. who knows what we're talking about. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? All right. Thanks, everybody. Did this resonate with you? Subscribe to our podcast today. Talk, Talk soon. soon. So, your host next week? Heck yeah. Can't wait.